if you don't mind, I'd love to ask you a personal question, right? We're friends. Um, are you working to build wealth or are you looking and working to build a life? What is it you're actually working on? Anybody can go make money. Anybody can learn how to make a living online. It might take some work, but it's not that complicated. And we talk about it all the time. But are you building a real life? Are you building true wealth? And wealth, if you think about it, isn't just money. There's something that I call the wealth triangle, and it's nothing new, but it's this optimization of the three important currencies that determine how our lives go. The currency of money, the currency of time, and the currency of health. Money, time, and health. You don't want to build a life around just one of those three things, or you won't have much of a life at all. So what I want to do in today's episode is break down something very thought-provoking around this concept of the wealth triangle uh, and give you a, hopefully, a refreshing take on all the work you're doing as we wrap up this year, we move into the new year, or whenever you're listening to this and watching this, now is a great time to pause and ask yourself, am I building wealth, making money, or am I actually building a life that I love? Let's dive into the framework. Welcome to episode 186 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business. Of course, work less and live and give more. We're going to be talking about all of those things today. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Pumped to hang out with you. Uh, I've got some juicy stuff to unpack. Um, a lot of things I've been thinking about in my own life and some some deep thoughts that I'll, I'll, I'll pull out of a, a most recent book that's been somewhat inspiring in this topic, but I think it'll be really helpful for you as well. And we're going to be talking about building true wealth, building that life. Part of that involves an online business. Spoiler alert, right? Go figure. And I want to give you the tools to do that. It's my passive income workshop. It's a free 45-minute on-demand video training. This breaks down the business model, the four components of passive income, how they work together, tools that you need, both cheap and free, to pull this off, templates and scripts you can just swipe and use for your own business. It'll give you the framework to go from zero to launching and making your first $1,000 a month in online passive income. So it's absolutely juicy. It's super free. I want you to have this. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop. Or if you're watching on YouTube, I'll link to the workshop below. So I've been thinking about this for a while, and I, 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 there's a lot I want to maybe pull out of this, but I've been reading this book um, by Bill Perkins, Die With Zero, Getting All You Can From Your Money and Your Life. It's a very thought-provoking book. Um, he's an interesting guy, former hedge fund manager, um, and this is just his take on how to think about money, and the whole concept of the book is fascinating that he sees so many people just building wealth just to save it and invest it and have more wealth. And, and they're missing out on an opportunity to build a life of experiences. He believes that we should build a life rich in experiences and memories, that memories pay larger dividends than stocks, bonds, or real estate, or crypto, or whatever it would be. So 
his goal obviously is like the book says to die with zero. Stephen Poland had the book back in the nineties called die broke, very similar end game, slightly different um, books, but very cut from the same cloth. But one of the things I love about the book um, is the section on um, balance. He calls it balance your life. And he has these three triangles and it's something I call the wealth triangle because really it's always these three components, but he has this incredible graph on page 120 uh, of the book where he breaks down like your age. So I don't know how old you are, but you probably fall into one of these three categories, assuming you're an adult, okay? Because we might have kids and teenagers. So I'm sorry, I'm not including you, but this is even more important to you as you have more time to think about this stuff. Your 20s and your 30s. So, or excuse me, your 20s from age 20 to 30. That is a chunk of time. It's pretty unique. In that chunk of time, we tend to have lots of time we're usually single or, or if we're married or in a serious relationship, we don't have kids yet in the early part of our 20s. Some of you didn't have kids at all in your 20s. It just depends. We usually have more time and health. The most time and most health you'll ever have, free time and health, but usually little money. It makes sense because we're just getting started in our careers or just starting a business or getting out of school. 20 to 30, lots of time, lots of health, little money. Then there's the next triangle. So it's like uh, it's like a, a triangle has a short end of, of money, but two longer ends of time and health. In your ages 31 to 60, which I know is a big range, but your 30s, 40s, and 50s, this 30-year time block, it's, it's a big block because it just depends on you, is typically when we have an equilateral triangle. We now are making more money. We have a little bit less time than we had before, a little bit less help than we had before, but they're usually a lot more equal. Equal money to our time, to our health. Uh, It's in balance. And then 61 years old and older, so your 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond, we tend to have more time on our hands. Kids are grown. Maybe we've retired. More money because we've had a lifetime of earning and hopefully saving and accumulating, but less health. So the inverted triangle is now long in time and long in money, but short on health. It's like the inverse uh, in a lot of ways, of when you were in your 20s. And when I saw these triangles, it's, it was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But it was a good visual and a good reminder of the trap that he's describing, that Bill Perkins is describing, that we all fall in, which is we spend all of our healthy years working hard, saving money, and building wealth only to have lots of money in our 60s, 70s, and 80s, but less health to create memories and have experiences. So you've got these paradoxes. You've got, if you have money, but without time to spend it, it's useless, right? The lawyer that works 80 hours a week and has all a really big paycheck, but no time to go enjoy it. Money without time is useless. Money without health is useless. Unfortunately, you can get to the end of your life and have millions in the bank, but if you are of ill health, that money's not going to help you have a rich life or experiences. And then time without health is useless. So you could have all the free time in the world to go finally take those trips, but if your health has failed, or even if you just aren't in peak shape like you once were, there's certain memories you can create and activities you can do in your 20s and 30s that you just can't do in your 70s and 80s. Now, there's a spectrum. Some people are much healthier into their later years, but there's just some things that you just can't do anymore. 
70-year-olds don't play football, like full tackle football. They just can't get those experiences ever again. So this is the, the crux of, of, of Bill's book is, look, it's not all about maximizing your wealth. You know, and he's dealing with you know, overachievers, high achievers, business owners, pe- people like you and me who you want to make something out of your life. That's why you're listening to this. That's why you're watching this. You want to be successful. You want more income. You want more impact. You're not the run-of-the-mill person. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this. So this message is for you as well. You will be successful if you haven't already become. You will make tons of money and you will build lots of wealth. The trap is that you could get so focused on making a little bit more, a little bit more, working a few more hours, you know, having a shorter vacation because that launch is coming up, that you, you end up spending your young, healthy years, sometimes with the people you care about the most, to build part of the wealth triangle, to build more money wealth, but you're spending your time wealth and your health wealth all in favor of one one currency that is useless without the other two. And you might miss out on the optimal time in your life to spend your money. And you could accumulate a lot of wealth at the end of your life, but now you can't even spend it fast enough because what are you going to do with it? And it's all going to either go to your heirs or most likely be taxed out the wazoo if you live in the U.S. through estate taxes when you die. And it's just a giant waste. And so I was thinking about this, I was thinking about the book, because there's a solution to this problem. And the solution is, you could have guessed it, a passive income business when rightly managed, okay? So a passive income business, this is why I'm so passionate about this. This is why I wrote my book, How to Get Paid for You Know All About This, not just how to make money online, but how to make it in an automated fashion. There's an entire step in that six-step process, which is automate your system. That's the most fun and most important part of it. A well-designed passive income business allows you to maximize your money and your time, two important currencies, right now while you still have your health. I don't care how old you are today, you are not going to be more healthy in 10 years. You are healthiest now. Now, you can become more healthy. You can get healthier habits happening if you're unhealthy now, but you are not getting any younger. So statistically speaking, this is the healthiest you will ever be. That might be a wake-up call for some of you. Maybe you want to like do something about it in the next 90 days or 60 days or 12 months, like radically change your health. Great. Then you can become healthier now in the here and now, but you're not going to be any healthier in 10 years. So there, you want to maximize your time and your money now. Now, this isn't YOLO. This isn't just like, let's spend all our money now and have nothing left. But here's what I want you to do is I want you to think about the finiteness of our lives, okay? So that you can be the most alive of any of the people that you know. The people that are most aware of their impending death are the people who are most alive. And that's what I want you to be. So this whole podcast, this whole YouTube channel, all my courses, all my coaching, is all pointless if all you do is go make money, but you don't spend it on experiences with the people you love. If you don't give it to causes that you care about, if you don't maximize your health and your time and have time to spend it, right? You can see how it is a triangle. You need all three to work together. So I have three clear goals that I I have for myself and I want you to have them as well. So I'm going to offer these three clear goals up for you. And, and, as we do this, let me just give you some context for how I'm thinking about this. Um, I'm a dad. I have two daughters. They're incredible. 
have a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old. Um, I think about the clock counting down in my head of how many more summers I have with them, how many more years I have with them living under my roof. As of right now, my 13-year-old, I have four and a half years left. I, I have five summers left with her. That's it. Some are going into ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade, and her freshman year of college. I have five more summers with her, four and a half more years with her. That means I only have four and a half more years of our family unit, the four of us, the way it is until it's never the same ever again. And that's like, that'll do something to you. That type of thinking makes me rethink the amount of ambition I want to have in this next decade of my life. Lord willing, I'm going to have decades to go build and make more money, but I will never have these years back with my daughters under my roof. I have seven and a half years left with my youngest, four and a half years with both of them. So it makes me think about what experiences do I want to have right now versus the extra wealth I want to create or the extra time I want to spend on traveling for work or doing something that's of value to me, but is it of as much value as spending time with my daughters and my wife? So this is some contextual soup for you to get a sense of where my head is at. So let's go into the three clear goals that I think will be really practical for you as you think about going into this new year, these next 12 months, what do you really want to build? All right, clear goal number one is I want you to create your ideal monthly income. And I want you to reach that. So, but first it starts on paper in your mind. What is the ideal monthly income? I don't care about annual income. I don't care how much money your business makes in a year. That's a number that sounds impressive when you add it all up, but that's not how we pay our bills. It's kind of pointless. So think in monthly terms because our bills, our life is usually paid for monthly, month to month. So there's three levels, generally speaking, of, of income, right? There's basic survival. So, and write these numbers down. Like add up, what's the, if you stop Netflix and going out to eat and Uber Eats and all these things that are unnecessary to live. If you just like, what does it take? Food, shelter, clothing, basic utilities to exist, right? Insurance premiums to protect yourself. If you have debt payments that you have to pay, unfortunately, right? That's why debt's kind of stupid. It kind of sucks up your income, but it is what it is at this point, right? That's why you're building a business to be able to help pay off that debt and become financially free. But what is your basic survival number? Is it $3,000 a month, $5,000 a month? What is like literally basic survival? Again, not going out and having fun. You cut all the stuff that's not necessary. So that basic survival plus fun experiences, right? So once you've, you've got basic survival hit, it's going to cost more money per month to be able to travel, to be able to go out to eat, be able to go to a theme park, be able to... Um, have a, have a dinner party and invite a bunch of friends over and pay for everyone's food. Like whether the big or small experiences and memories a lot of times cost money. Now, not all of them do, but you want to obviously make money every month to pay for the experiences you want in your life outside of surviving. We don't just want to survive. We want to experience things and make things and make memories. And some of those cost money. Some cost a lot of money, some not so much. So basic survival plus fun experiences plus savings, right? We also want to be saving because we do want to build some wealth in case our business crumbles. So it's like diversifying in case we no longer want to run our business um, or work at all. In case we want to take a year or two off from running anything, 
and do something else, like write a book or pursue another passion, travel, whatever it could be. You always want to be saving to some point. At some point, and this is what I love about Bill's book, um, is there's some point where you, you stop accumulating wealth because you won't be able to actually spend it all. And you want to start decumulating, like spending more of what you've accumulated, but you need to have some savings at some point. So I'm always saving. And in, in your earlier years, it's a great time to accumulate. But at some point, you want to know what's that date when I'm going to stop accumulating wealth. Um, but right now, we want to survive. We want to make fun experiences and memories. And we want to save. Now, if you're like me, generosity is a huge part of that. So for me, I always want to be giving now as well. I don't want to delay giving. I want to give to charities now because it can make more of an impact now. So I would factor that into your budget as well. But you get to make this up. What is your ideal monthly income? Not a crazy, crazy high amount. Don't be stupid. Don't say, I want $100,000 a month. What are you going to do with that? That's why I give half of everything I make away. Because what am I going to do with $100,000? I make way more than that a month. Like, what am I going to do with with that? Not that you shouldn't strive for it eventually, but like you don't need that, right? To have your ideal monthly income. So be realistic about what would it take to like live and then have fun and then save on top of that. Put that together. That's goal number one. Map that out in your mind and then go create that. Goal number two is create your ideal schedule. So how many hours do you want to work per week? I mean, it could be a ballpark, but like, don't assume you should work 40 hours a week. That was made up by the Ford Motor Company and the U.S. government about 100 years ago. So, I mean, it is made up. So you can make it up too. What, how many hours do you want to work per week? Roundabout. And then where do you need to be to do that work? Can you do that work from anywhere, like coffee shops, the beach? Or does some of that work need to be in an office in front of a camera and a nice microphone, a quiet space? So just kind of map some of that out so you know what your ideal schedule looks like. I could spend a couple of days in the office and then a couple of days at coffee shops, bouncing around the city, getting you know inspired while I do some of that other work that doesn't require me to be in the office. Map that out. What is your ideal schedule? And then final clear goal Map out your ideal experiences. Like When you build this passive income business that creates the amount of money you need and the amount of time, free time that you need, what are you going to do with that money and time now? Right? What experiences are you going to do? What memories do you want to make? Be specific. I want to travel to Italy for two weeks. I want to take tango dancing lessons with my wife. I want to um, take my daughter to New York City. I want to, whatever it is, big, small, what are those experiences? Write them down. And why? Like, why do you want those experiences? Why is that meaningful to you? You don't have to prove it to anybody. No one has to see this but you. But you want to map out your ideal experiences because here's the trap you can fall into, especially if you get good at this online business thing, is you're going to start making so much money and it's going to get so much easier once you have your systems in place and you start to build momentum. When you hit the two, three, four-year mark in your business, you're going to start to see money come to you easier. You're going to have more time in your schedule. And then you're going to get to this weird place where you have time and money and you're not going to know what to do with it because you never sat down to think about the experiences you want to have and the memories you want to make. And this is like where my head's at usually regularly, but in, in a, a more palpable way now as I think about, wow, I got five summers left with my oldest daughter. What, are, what kind of memories do we want to make together as a family? What, do I, what memories do I want to make together on weekends? Like I only have a fixed number of weekends left with her under my roof, which is crazy to think about. 
fixed number of Christmas breaks, spring breaks, where we can travel or do things together. Mornings when I'm making breakfast for her, evenings tucking her into bed and kissing her goodnight. Like, what memories, big or small, do I want to make now that I've got the money and the time to make those memories? That's pretty. That's pretty much it. Map those things out. Um, and obviously, there's certain things that you're not going to be able to do in 20 years that you can do today, or in 10 years that you can do today because of your health. So, a, what are you doing to take care of your health? And b do you need to shift some of those memories and experiences to now and sooner rather than later because you're going to miss out on the window in which you can actually create that experience? Even if you create the money and time for it later, the health factor may not be there to be able to have that experience if it's like climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. It might be harder to do 20 years from now than it is today. There's a verse uh, in the book of Proverbs that King Solomon wrote that just always sticks with me. In Proverbs 21, verse 1, he says, Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. Do not know what a day may bring. So boasting about tomorrow, to me, looks like in 10 years, I'm going to do this. Next summer, I'll do this with my, my daughters. I'll start getting in shape next year. I'll start doing date night with my wife next year or next month. Obviously, you need to plan and some of those things will work out fine. But if you find yourself living in a future mode of like, I'll do that later. I'll do that next year. There's plenty of time. I think there is wisdom in knowing how short our life is and how few days we actually have. You've got a finite amount of time on this earth. And and if no one's talking about it, it, it makes sense. It's it's a product of the culture we're in where we we um, idolize youth and we make decisions as if we'll live forever on this earth. Uh, and it's, it's not always wise to do that. Um, wisdom plans for the future and thinks about things in the future. And that's why saving is wise. But understands that the future isn't promised and guaranteed. So consider all the things that you find valuable, the people, the causes, the experiences you find valuable. And what are you boasting about and putting off into tomorrow that you should probably do now while you still can? Um, Since you don't know what's coming around the corner. None of us do. I hope you live a very long and healthy life. But even then, it ends at some point. So, Bleak, I know, but this is the best time to be thinking about this. The wealth triangle, like true wealth, living a truly wealthy life is a life rich with not just money, but time to enjoy it and health to enjoy it. And really, there's a fourth component to that, which is relationships. Because at the end of the day, all we have left is people. Like People is everything. Relationships are everything. And the reason we go make money and free up our time and try to stay healthy is to live life in community with those around us. And so if you get off track on building any one of those things at the expense of the relationships and the people you want to have experiences with, we're kind of missing the point. So I want you to think about those things, do a little bit of soul searching, uh, this new year as we as we draw a year to a close and go into the new year. And as maybe you have some time off, take a, take a day, think about it, go for a long walk, bring a journal, 
go somewhere beautiful, sip some coffee or wine or whatever your beverages of choice and, uh, and think about these things and map out your, your goals, your ideal monthly income, your ideal schedule and your ideal experiences. And make sure you build a passive income business that allows you to maximize those three elements of the wealth triangle. Check out the book. It's a fascinating read. Die with Zero, Bill Perkins. Um, let me know what you think if you've read it as well in a comment below. Uh, and if you need to start that passive income business this year, watch my passive income workshop. It's the best place to get started. It's a free training that I want all of my students to have. It's an on-demand video workshop. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop or click the link below this video. That's it, my friend. Merry Christmas if you're watching this on Christmas week. Otherwise, have an incredible day or week wherever you are. I'll see you in another episode. We'll see you.